Hey everyone, uh, this is a sidebar continuation sidebar. of the show where we were talking about performance punishment. Performance punishment. Man, can we talk about this topic? My name is Dice. I'm Austin. Okay, we got the pleasantries out the way. Nope, 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 no, 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 no. All right. We pause, pause for a... You know what? You're trying to skip over <laughs> shit. I don't like it. I need to know what you're smoking. Oh, you are absolutely correct. This is a I, cigar podcast. Yes. God. You see what... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen who listen to Leadership with Leadership, you see what I have to deal with every freaking episode. This is what I have to deal with. Motherfucker wants to skip over the podcast. Want to skip over the cigars for a cigar podcast? <laughs> Tell me what sense that makes. Tell. I'll wait. Go ahead. I'll wait. How about, how about, about I just practice? Yeah. How about I just tell you what I'm smoking? Hey, that sounds like a great idea. I like that idea. Why don't you start out with that? Uh, I have inquired. Inqu- inquired? No. Acquired. I have been, I have been given. I there you it go. My way, motherfucker. I have been given <laughs> a Macanudo Esperado White. You know who gave me that? I do. I do know who gave that to you. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, thank you for sharing with me, sir. You're you're welcome. Uh, for those who don't know, I gave it to him. I sent it to him. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoy it. It's uh, it's a good one. Um, and uh, what uh, what Hennessy are you pairing that with? Late, let me guess. Uh, VSOP. Boom! Nailed it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ding. If I had like a magical bell or cowbell or ding 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 ding, yeah, that works. <laughs> I'll be your bell. <laughs> yeah, I'll be your huckleberry. Huh. I'm the huckleberry. <laughs> so huckleberry, what are you smoking? Mm, well, I'm smoking an Adventura, uh, the Conqueror. You know who oh. gave this this cigar to me? You know uh. how I got this cigar. Uh, he must be an awesome fellow. I've heard he, he likes to skip over certain aspects <laughs> of a cigar podcast. Uh, I am happy to share that with you, sir. Mm. I'm happy you gave it to me. I know you're not pairing it with Hennessy, even though I will always say perfect cigar to pair with Hennessy. What are you pairing it with? I am pairing it with Esprit de Crew Crystal Rum. It's got like a kind of a hauntingly sweet finish. Um, <laughs> I'll read the bottle. Subtly sweet with a hauntingly, oh, I'm sorry, hauntingly fruity finish. Uh, it's an elegant, elegant and deliciously nuanced spirit. Jeez, I cannot read tonight. How much uh, of that bottle did you drink, sir? That much? <laughs> That's enough. Yeah, about a quarter. Uh, awaits to show you what a craft distilled crystal rum is about. Anyways, it's delicious. It's sweet. It's a little bit fruity. Um, it's good. It's pairing well with this. Um, I'm getting hay off of this right now. All right. I'm definitely in the creamy direction. Yeah, hey, hey is what I'm getting. But all right, performance punishment. What do you know about performance punishment, Dice? You ain't been punishing your life. Oh, contraire, mon frère. There's been so many times. I can't say so many times. There's been a few times where I know I'm like, I much rather be doing something else than this job right now because I know. Tommy, Timmy, and Toddy are fucking doing whatever they want in life, but here I am stuck doing a remedial task that I, only because I'm good at what I do. Yeah. Hate it, hate it, hate it. So, I want to, we didn't get to talk about this in the the main show, but I want to ask you what your thoughts are. I feel like I might know the answer, but I want to ask on air. Um, what do you feel about smoke breaks? For those of us who don't smoke cigarettes, 
but like you get into like, like let's just say I'll give you a scenario right you get into a task and three of your teammates go ah yeah we started this task I, it's, I'm getting frustrated I need to go take a smoke break but you don't smoke obviously you smoke cigars but you don't smoke a cigarette so you can't take go take a, an hour smoke break you can't take 15 minute smoke break so you're stuck there trying to finish the task while they're off smoking their cigarettes I will tell you from firsthand experience that has happened. I'm stuck working by myself, making the mission happen, making the task happen, performing well for the organization, and these motherfuckers are smoking. So after months of that happening, you know what I did? I went out and I purchased a pack of cloves. I don't know if you ever smoked cloves before, but it's like almost cigarette, it is cigarette shaped, but it's not of course it's clothes and I would go on a smoke break with them I'm like no this isn't gonna happen I've had clothes in the ham before in the hand ham ham yeah no this is you actually smoke these yeah, I can't no, say the name it's like DJ A H R M I don't know however yeah, you wanna smoked, spell it I haven't smoked clove cigarettes I haven't been to an Alanis Morissette concert D-J-A-R-U-M. I don't know how to pronounce that shit. That says, that says black. That says black on the box, but that's the <laughs> type of clove cigar- cigarette they are. Anyways, anyone who, who watched The American Office would get that oh. reference I just made. Sorry, sorry, sir. I didn't, didn't watch The American Office. Do better. Do better. Do better, yes. Anyways. <laughs> My um, performance yeah, is suffering. <laughs> your performance is suffering. Let's talk about it. Um, yeah, no, I, so my thing is, is like a part of performance punishment, right? If you're good at your job, um, I feel like sometimes teammates will just be like, ah, I'm frustrated. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. And then you're stuck because you don't smoke. You don't get a 15, 10, 15 minute break while they're out smoking. You have to keep working. The boss goes, what are you doing? You don't smoke cigarettes. You have to keep working. But, but they get a break. Why don't I get a break at the same time? Uh, I got to have someone working. Everyone can't stop working. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> nope. <laughs> Why am I the one left working? Why am I being punished? Because I chose a healthy lifestyle. Well, that's performance punishment, sir. What? I never knew it. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, performing well is usually correlated with happiness, fulfillment, and satisfaction. And you know that you're contributing to the well-being uh, of a team on many levels. But the problem is, is that when you, you know you get those those feelings, managers and leaders tend to just keep giving you more. Oh, Austin will take care of this. Oh, Dice will take care of this. I know they'll get this done. Oh yeah, I, I can trust them with this project. The, I have a question for you, but before I ask the question, the, the problem with that is once a leader, or I shouldn't even say a leader because they're, they're fuckboys, once a manager, higher ranking person figure that out that you're the go-to guy, like no matter what happens, you're the one that's gonna make it happen, yeah. you're gonna get called on. Yep. Have you ever been in a, let's say a group of five and the boss comes out and he releases everyone to go home and he's, except you, Austin, I need you to stay behind. Yep. Actually, you do that to me. Like, why do you want me to stay behind? Everybody else is going home to play Monopoly with their family, but you want me to stay behind? Yeah, you did that How the fuck is that fit? Yeah, well, yeah, that's because maybe I wanted to hang out. Maybe I was like, hey. That wasn't, that's not the case. You wanted you, the task done and you knew that I would get it done and all the other people are fuckboys. What? Did you you really think I would do such a thing and punish you for your performance? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I Yes, 100%. You know why? Because I want it done right the first time. Yeah. No, I know. And you even told me that at the time. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping you back because I want this done and I want it done right the first time so we don't have to deal with this. I'm like, all right. Um. Uh, yeah, I've had that happen, and and the first couple times I was like, "Man, this is badass. I'm a badass 
motherfucker right now. Like, this is the shit. Like, he wants me out of everybody else to finish <laughs> this because I is an important task and I am on top of it and I got it. I am such a badass motherfucker. I was um, hand selected. Hand selected. <laughs> After about the, I don't know, fourth, fifth time, I was like, this shit is bullshit. <laughs> the fuck? Why can't you keep those motherfuckers back and let my ass go? Because I'm getting punished because I can do shit right and they can't fucking seem to get right? This is bullshit. Yeah, that's oftentimes I'm working. I'm like, why does my boss let this happen? If they suck. Yep. Shouldn't they be punished for sucking? Yeah. Yeah. No. Actually, I specifically remember a time. I, I was start, first starting out of my career. And every Friday, we had to sweep and mop the building. We didn't have a cleaning crew, so to help keep the building clean, we had to sweep and mop. No big deal. Everybody pitched in. But I was told not to pitch in on sweeping and mopping. I had to keep working <laughs> on... The, the project and I was like that was, I was to me I was like that's kind of cool because I don't mind I I don't I'd rather do this than sleep and mop so it's fine after about the fifth time I was like why am I getting treated differently because now I'm ostracized from the group of my team because I'm sitting here going I'm still working and they're telling me hey you gotta quit working nope can't quit working boss said I have to keep working and they're feeling like, well, why does he get to keep working? Well, no, you have to do this remedial ass bullshit task. I don't know. That's just what I was told. <laughs> I was definitely ostracized. I was, well, how come you never get the mop? Well, that's because I get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> but I was younger and I was cocky about it too. So I was like, eh, I'm sorry, you suck at life. <laughs> yeah. I tried not to do that because after about a month, two, three months of the, of me working like that, they're like, "Do you think you're better than your teammates?" Uh, no, I don't. I don't know if I'm better than my teammates or not. I just do what I'm fucking told. And then, like, my other coworker was like, "I can tell you right now, he's goddamn better than other teammates." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> all right." Well, I didn't say it. He said it, but I didn't say it. Uh, it was I bad. Have- yeah, no, I have directly asked before, like, uh, I don't understand why this is happening. I guess I kind of appreciate it, but I, I just kind of want to know. And I was told it's because you are a high performer. You are an achiever. And yep. we want to make sure we keep that momentum going because you, you don't slack. Yep. Not a slacker. Yeah, I've, I've, got, I've been told by a boss, uh, and he goes, He's like, Austin, I like you. And I was like, okay. He goes, you don't bitch. You don't talk. You don't complain. You just put your head down, put your nose to the grindstone, and get the job done. I like it. You don't even talk when you're working. You just do the work. And I was like, am I supposed to talk? <laughs> I'm confused. You want me to fuck off or not? <laughs> yeah, he, he was literally he was like, I like that. Hey, you're doing a good job. You keep it up. I was like, uh, okay, sure, sure thing, boss. <laughs> I mean, I could take away company time. Yeah, I, I don't mind. You going to pay me the same? I don't give a shit. I, I do admit, being a high performer, I was 100% treated differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. Um, I wasn't blamed for a lot of the mistakes that happened. Uh, that, no. Dice wouldn't have done that. Dice did that, but Dice going to let that one go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But on the same, on the flip side of that coin, I know we've both been blamed for stuff that we weren't even at work for. (laughs) Hey, 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 Austin, how could you let this happen? What do you mean let this happen? I was asleep, motherfucker. Like, what do you mean? Let this happen? I wasn't here. Well, you're you're obviously being complacent. What? No, I'm not being complacent because I'm at work. I get my shit done. I told them that this process is fucked up. Don't use this process. It is fucked up. Well, you didn't go through the right channels and tell us that the process is fucked up. But 
motherfucker, I did everything I was asked to do. You guys fucked it up, and I'm getting blamed for this bullshit. Bullshit of the highest order. I got called in the office, and it was like, uh, yeah, Dice, I highly doubt you didn't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I was on vacation. What you <laughs> Highly doubt that I didn't know. That's because I'm I'm awesome at what I do and you can't fathom the thought that I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, high performers, man, we get blamed for a lot of stuff. And it sucks because there's nothing you can do about it. There's just you you just get blamed for for the things that happen. Um normally the high performers can recover a lot quicker than the lower performers can um because because we're allowed you know if you make it at your norm as a high performer you can go listen really i'm getting punished for this and they're like look we just had to take fall guy and that just happened to be you it sucks and you're like this is bullshit but you kind of just brush off and go all right you know i i know what i am um, but I will say that I, I've gotten blamed. I know Dice has gotten blamed for shit that there's no way that we did. Motherfucker, I was on three days of vacation and y'all <laughs> fucked this up and I got blamed? Uh, How the fuck that makes sense? Oh, you must have set it up wrong when you left. Explain huh. that one to me. <laughs> Motherfucker, I got blamed because a guy said he was trying to do what I do. <laughs> what? I love it. <laughs> I was trying to be like Dice and I fucked up. Dice, how the fuck did you let him fuck up? What? 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 <laughs> what? Uh, high performance normally, if you was to look at that, that quadrant, high priority, high motivation, majority of the high performance fit in that category. Uh, what I will say is if you are a high performer, pay attention to the high priority and high performance of what the task that you're you're trying to accomplish. Because maybe you need to wean back some so you don't get caught up into the hoopla of being the go-to guy. Because a lot of times the go-to guy is also the fall guy, which we both have experienced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that sucks because there's... Uh, there's the other quadrant that a lot of high performers get caught up in and managers usually are at fault for this they're usually the ones that task us with this but it's a, it's the high priority uh, you know it's the, it's the high priority low meaningful task like it doesn't mean anything but it's a high priority task right yeah. it's, a, it's the oh my gosh this is a fire and I need you to put it out right now Come on, man. Anybody, like, Tommy two times can fucking do this shit, and he fucks <laughs> everything up twice. <laughs> That's, I got the name two times. <laughs> come on. Are you coming to me with this bullshit? Nah. <laughs> uh, nah. The, those instances, like, if there's a team of, like, four, and they're working, like, a front desk or something, and there's one person not pulling their weight... Man, that person is going to be hated by everyone. The high performer is going to hate them. The regular, like, just worker bees. Middle are going performers? To hate them. Yeah, middle, whatever. They're going to hate that person too. And hopefully, that the person that's not performing at all, the one that's hiding in the back, that never, like, seeks to accomplish any task at hand until it's convenient for them. But, ah, oh, we got to get this done so I can get, get out of here and go home. That's when they become a high performer? Yeah, no, that's not going to cut it. You have to be consistent with your workload. Right. But the thing is with the the consistency with workload, um, you got to be careful about what work you take on. Because my problem is, is that like a lot of high performers, they'll, they'll take on the workload, whether they can handle it or not, because usually saying yes is easier than saying no. As high performers, normally those people don't want to disappoint whoever's asking them to take on the task. Yeah. I know a lot of times when I'm asked for a certain task or whatever, I I don't want to... One, I don't want to disappoint myself. Yes, yes the fuck, I can do that. I can fucking do this. 
You want it done, I'll make it happen. Oh, you want that done too? Okay, I'll I'll make it happen. Oh, you need that also. Oh, okay, I'm yes, yes, I'll make it happen. Cause yeah. I, I don't want to say no because I don't want you to think that I'm incompetent. I don't want you to think I'm un I'm not unloyal. Unloyal is not a word. I don't want you to think I'm not loyal to the crew, the team, the task, the mission, the organization, the company. I don't want anyone to be like, oh, well, don't ask Dice because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. I don't want that. So I, I have a problem with it's hard for me to say no for certain things. And and I've gotten into the habit of of doing a trade. Yeah, I could take that on. If you want me to take that on, I have to pass off one of these other four projects I have going on. So if one of my other four projects that I have going on is less important than the task you're about to give me, I'm happy to take it on. Just tell me which task you want me to pass off to Tommy, Jimmy, Johnny, Julie, or whatever. <laughs> oh, oh, what, it, oh none of those are, are more important than this task. Um, okay, cool. Just tell me which one you want me to pass off. Well, I want you to keep all those and do this one. No, no, nope, that don't work. I need to know which one because I only have so much bandwidth. there's a there's a a psychology trick I think it's a psychology trick Um, it's called the spoons method have you ever heard of the spoons method Uh, elaborate okay so at the beginning of the day your spoons recommend uh, your spoons represent your energy your total energy for the day so let's say s and g's right let's just play this out your spoon you have five spoons to start the day off with getting ready and going to work costs half a spoon right now you have four and a half spoons for the rest of the day that's all you got right because otherwise you're going to go into debt so then you go to work and that takes three spoons Uh, and then you go okay I go home and I cook dinner that takes another half a spoon so now you have one spoon left right if I did my math right that's four spoons (laughs) yes (laughs) so you have one spoon left your kid wants you to play with him your, your wife wants to, to have a conversation about finances. You got to feed and walk the dog. That takes another at least three quarters of a spoon for your for your last part, part of the day. And then to get ready for bed takes the last spoon, right? That's, that's your all of your spoons for the day, right? Mm-hmm. Your boss comes in and says, hey, I need you to take on this project. So now instead of taking three spoons at work, it takes three and a half spoons to finish your work day. Now, you don't have the energy to play with your kid, talk to your wife about finances, or get ready for bed. You have to figure something else out. The idea is, this is a task prioritization exercise. If I only have so many spoons in the day, I cannot take on more tasks without sacrificing some tasks. Otherwise, I'm going to be in a spoon deficiency, which is impossible. If I only have three plastic, five plastic spoons, and you're breaking spoons off, I only (laughs) have that many for the day. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I get into the, that's how I, in my mindset, I get into the trade-off mindset. Hey, you want me to take on this task? That's fine. That's going to take off at least half a spoon. So I need to, I need to give you a half a spoon worth of tasks back and transfer that to somebody else. Otherwise, I'm not going to have enough to do what I need to do to end the day. Otherwise, I'm going to start experiencing burnout, motivation loss, depression, yeah. sleeplessness, all of these things. Oh. 
Uh, I was asked by my boss for a, a very specific task. And I was given some time to think about this task. I gave the answer of no. I was like, I weighed everything. I, if you look at your spoon method, I look at the spoon method and I was like, yeah, I just don't have enough spoons to do this. So I was prepared to say no. But in my mind, because I had so much time to think about it, I was already, I was rewriting my resume. I was like, this is it. I'm going to say no. I'm getting fired. This is it. I'm getting let go. I, I don't have enough spoons to make this accomplish. So right. when I actually answered my boss, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to say no to this one, boss. And I, I'm, I'm ready for whatever the consequences was. There was no consequences. There was nothing. I'm a valued employee. So I, of course, I, I was still withheld for that employment. And I still, have the, I still was given the job. I just didn't have that task on my plate. I was able to say no, but because I'm such a go high performer, go getter type of person, it kind of murdered me a little bit inside to actually say no, no, no. It I ate at you. I, I, yes, I cannot do this task. I just don't have the bandwidth to perform this task. Please pass it to someone else. Yeah, and and <laughs> a lot of high performers go go. Wait, we can say no. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, Say that was one of my no. first time saying no to something. That really was. That was it was killing me, man. But it's okay. Yeah. You can say no. I, I'm I, I mean, I, I still have a job. <laughs> yeah. A job. Um, no, it's it's hundred percent it's one of those things. There's there's times where I've I've been in a job and I'm like I can do that task, and then I sit there and I think about it. And I'm like, if I do this task, this is gonna cost me 45 minutes worth of time with my kid. Is that 45 minutes worth of time? I have a five year old. He just turned five. Is that 45 minutes worth of time without my kid worth it in the long run? And always, always, unequivocally, no, it's not worth it. I want wow. to spend time with him. That's a good word. I I want to spend time with my kid. I there's so, I I already missed so much time growing up by being at work eight nine hours a day. I already missed so much time with him. I'm not sacrificing another almost hour of my day to not see him grow up some more not spend that time to nurture him, grow him, mold him in, in whatever way I see fit. I don't, it's not worth it to me. This, this one bullshit task that takes me 45 minutes. No, it's not worth that, it to me. Especially if anybody can do the task. That's what fucking pisses me off. Yeah. Johnny can do the task just as well as I can. Maybe you don't like Johnny as much as you like me. Or maybe you just like, cause you know, I'm going to get it like exactly how you want it because we on the same wavelength here, but Johnny can fucking do it. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nine times out of 10, Johnny's got let it, it, it looks like, cause I don't know everyone's situation. It looks like Johnny's got extra spoons at the end, right? To use my analogy. <laughs> yeah. He got extra spoons, that motherfucker. He got extra spoons at the end of his day. Take some of his spoons. Yeah, fuck me Friday. Yeah. Man, I said that for the first time, and my sister laughed so hard. And she goes, <laughs> what did you just say? I said, fuck me Fridays. That's what they are. And she goes, I've never heard that, but that is the best fucking answer I've ever heard for a Friday in my life. I was like, it's always fuck me Fridays. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I can't believe you said that. I'm going to start using that from now on. I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're welcome. But it, yeah, it's no fine. Like, and I, and I talked to her about the same situation. She was like, I, and I, you know, and it's one of those things I've talked to, I don't know, thousands of people about the spoon method. And when I break it down like the spoon method, I'm like, look, this is how much energy you have in the day. And I just start breaking it down. I'm like, how much how much energy does it take throughout the day? And I have them go through the day and they're like, oh, this takes this much energy. This takes this much energy. This And they go through 
by the time they get done with work, they have no spoons left. And I'm like, all right, what do you do for the rest of the day? They're like, uh, I'm like, you have no energy left, do you? And they're like, no. And I'm like, because you use all your energy at, at work or at doing whatever at the beginning of the day. Well, I never yeah. thought about it like that. So you need to say no. Yeah, it's <laughs> that aha moment. Yeah. Aha. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, yeah, I never and pe- of it that way. There's those people that are like, "Oh, I, I just, I just have more spoons than everybody else." No, no, you just think you do, and that's why you end up getting burnt out. That's why you end up going, "Man, I hate this job. Man, I really wish I had a different job. Man, I can't wait for Friday. Man, I can't wait for this. Oh, I can't wait to go home and drink, you know, some beer, or I can't wait to go home drink some whiskey or cognac or whatever." Yeah, you said it. Hey, I'm here for you, bud. (laughs) Um, But but that's, you know, those people that live for the weekend, like, oh, I can't wait to do this so I can just relax. They spend their weekends doing nothing because they're in a spoon deficit and they have to relax all weekend to save up their spoon, try to save up their spoons for the next week. It doesn't work like that. Well, that, your spoon method, if you was to uh, actually like look at it, that's what happens if you use all your spoons at work and then you come home and then the wife is like, meh, 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 meh. And then you're like, you know what? I'm all out of spoons. I don't got time for this. That's going to be our uh, If you're one of those people that like to batter women, you're going to do stuff like that. That's where the crazy stuff starts. So mm-hmm. some, sometimes you, you have to rationalize how many spoons you actually have yeah. to take on that day. You have to, because if not, stuff like that happens. How could yeah. this happen? Well, I'm fucking tired, man. Yeah, and that's, um, you know, and I used to work in a job where they said, hey, it, worst case, worst case scenario, you cannot, I will not allow you to work over 12 hours a day. Period. Will not allow you to work over 12 hours a day. Now, if you think about this, you get up, and you get ready for work and you drive into work. That takes what? Let's call it an hour at best. Okay. By the time you wake up, shave, shit, shower, <laughs> and travel to work, takes an hour. Okay. That's that's one hour. You work 12, you're at 13 hours. There's only 24 hours in a day. Correct. So you're at 13 hours. You come home, that's another half hour. So you're at 13 and a half hours. So then you're at 13 and a half. And let's say you get on average seven hours of sleep. So you're at 20 and a half hours. That gives you what? Three and a half hours to eat dinner, play with your kid, relax, get ready for bed and go to sleep. Provided yeah. you fall asleep at the exact same at the exact same time every night. Yeah. Three and a half hours. No, I had a boss that uh, he didn't work want anyone working past five o'clock. And what he would do is send security through the building to see who's still there. If they're still there, security will make them leave. If they don't leave, they will get written up. That's a good boss. That works perfect. Like, why are you here? Now, caveat to that, if it happens a lot and you was to get written up, now you're going to get questioned about your uh, time management. Yeah. Why am I employing you? Are you wasting time? Are you trying to steal extra money from the company? Correct. What's going on? Um, what's going on is, are you in the first third? Man, dude, I am well past my first third. This was a uh, what's a small? It wasn't Robusto. It is a Robusto. Yeah, it's Robusto. Okay, so yeah, I've been I've been blazing through. It's been a wonderful cigar, uh, creaminess, nuttiness. Oh man, uh, I'm I'm almost in this. I'm actually in the second third, and the citrus is coming through, and the citrus is not pairing perfect with this Hennessy. But the, I have a Hennessy that it will pair perfect with. So you sent me two of these, uh, two or three. You sent me two. I, I have sent more you of these. some. 
Yeah, I have more of these. So I will pair it with a different Hennessy, maybe a Hennessy white to go with an Esperado white. So it, I think uh, I have the perfect Hennessy to match with this. Nice, nice. Um, um, white pepper and hay. White pepper and hay, that's uh, interesting. I got more of a caramel, but okay. I just, that's... But your drink is actually sweeter than Hennessy, so maybe it's pulling that caramel away. I don't want to uh, put that in your dome, but it's a possibility. I just get hay and white pepper. I got another one of these. You sent me another one. So yeah. I'm excited to try one of these off air um, where I can really sit and think about this. But um, yeah, white pepper and hay is what I'm getting. It's not a bad combination. By any means, it's it's good. Um, Burn line is not the best, but uh, it's it's definitely it's a good cigar. I've enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it, I'm 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 well. I think I'm well past my first third. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, performance punishment. Man, I can go on and on about this because. Um, I actually had a conversation with my sister about this, uh, and my sister and my my whole family. Uh, so, to give insight, I'm the youngest of three. Nobody takes what I do. Well, I shouldn't say what I do. Uh, nobody takes my opinion somewhat seriously. Um, they all they all kind of oh yeah 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 you're the youngest you'll just get there eventually. Um. But when I had my conversation with my sister about, she was talking with her boss and she goes, you know, I think I just need to say no about this job. And da, da, da. and I kind of said, well, you know, my question is, is um, do you think if you say no, you're going to get fired? She goes, absolutely. That's exactly what I think. <laughs> yeah. And I said, try it. She goes, what do you mean try it? How do I how do I try saying no? I said, just say no. Next time they ask you, can you do this? Just say no, but this person could. And and see what they say. And she goes, Yeah, that'll that won't work. I said, just, just try it. What's the worst they gonna say? And she goes, Alright, well, I, I'm gonna try it. She was thinking about quitting anyways. Um, so she tried it. And sure enough, the boss goes, Oh, okay. Yeah, you got a lot on your plate anyway, so I, yeah, you're right. I should test this other person. And she goes, she was floored. My sister was floored. She called me up. She goes, Austin. I said, what? She goes, I said, I said, I tried saying no. I said, oh yeah, how'd that go? She goes, uh, they gave it to somebody else, and I'm off scot free. And I said, oh, well, how'd that work out for you? And she goes, I'm so happy. I said, huh, <laughs> weird. She goes, they gave it to somebody else. I said, maybe, now imagine what your life would have been like had you said no the first 16 times that they gave you extra tasks. She goes, oh my gosh, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so say no from now on and just let them, or I said, or give them the trade and see what they say. And she, she came back the next week. She goes, I traded one of my medial tasks for a better test that I like more. And they're so happy with the result, they gave me a raise. And I said, <laughs> hot damn, you did it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and she goes, I didn't believe that you knew what the hell you were talking about. I said, well, thanks. I appreciate you have no faith in me. <laughs> oh, man. we So we had a show about high performance. We were having a sidebar about side performance. But I just want to make this fully aware fully aware not every motherfucker that's listening to this is a high performer I'm sorry high performance are not uh, everyone nope <laughs> and if you're a high performer you will know that you're a high performer if you're not a high performer and you're a mediocre person maybe a little this uh, doesn't apply maybe you're actually uh, being asked to step up because you suck at life yeah if you think so that's my thing and maybe we should have a conversation about this how to tell if you're a high performer and how to tell if you're not it's hard it's hard I look in the mirror every day homie 
<laughs> I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. What do you do? Yeah, it's that BDE. I can't. I can't help it. Yeah. Um. I I've woken up in the morning and I was like, man, I I don't have it today. I don't have it today. I I got. I, I'm I'm. My spoons are already gone. I'm in a deficit. I'm already done. And those are the days that I just sit there and I, I, I do the bare minimum, you know, call it quiet quitting or whatever you will. I do the bare minimum and my boss goes, are you okay? And I go, look, I'm really tired and I have vacation coming up in about three weeks. Um, I, and I'm just, I'm just burnt. So I need my vacation time. And they're like, well, and, and usually what my boss ends up saying and it's, it surprises me. If I have a good boss, they go, is there anything we can take off your plate that might actually help you better? I'm like, actually. <laughs> and I list off the stuff that they can take off my plate that Timmy, Jimmy, Johnny, Julie, Johnny can whatever do. And they're like, yeah, we can give that to that person. I'm like, oh, that would save me so much time and energy. <laughs> and they go, done. And I'm like, Shit. I smacked myself like, oh, could have had a V8. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, why, why didn't, yeah, right? Why didn't I do this before? <laughs> uh, Austin, we could talk about this for eons, my friend. I, 100% we can. <laughs> uh, talk about it for a full episode and a sidebar. <laughs> and I can keep still, going. We can still keep going. Uh, I will admit that this uh, Macanudo Esperado White is a perfect cigar um, for limited times. I would definitely have a box of these in my humidor ready to go when I'm ready, when I just want something, you know, just to smoke on. There's no frills. This isn't like, oh my God, you should definitely try this. This is a perfect, okay, I want a cigar. So I would yeah. definitely have a box of these. So I would actually say this is box worthy. So, so that was my second box purchase. These Inspirado Whites. And and it's funny because I sat there. And the reason I bought the box was because I was like, this is a good deal. And I talked to the wife. I was like, babe, this is a good deal. And then she goes, well, do you like the cigar? And I said, honestly, I don't remember. And she goes, so you want to buy a box based off of the cigar you don't remember? I said, yes. She goes, but it's a good deal. I said, yes. She goes, okay, sure. I said, look, if it's, I said, it's a good deal. Because I think I bought it on sale. I said, it's a good deal. I said, the worst case scenario, I have a box, I have a box of cigars that I just pull out for no reason other than to smoke i know that i and i like the cigar but it's not like oh my gosh this is the best cigar i've ever had i said but it's just a well put together cigar that i can't complain about yes and she and she goes all right we'll buy the cigar and ever since then i'm like i sit out here and she goes hey you want to play a card game and i'm like absolutely she goes well you want to go outside and smoke a cigar absolutely I do so <laughs> I pull out a cigar Macanudo Inspirado White and I'm like oh, I'm just happy that I get to sit and smoke a cigar I can't complain about the cigar the draw is good the burn line's good the taste the flavors are good I have no complaints this Adventura Conqueror the Conqueror as the band says <laughs> I can't complain about this cigar. I don't know the price point because you gave it to me. Um, I would say that I would not be upset if I had a box of these. Perfect. I, I, I agree. I, I would definitely be purchasing a box of them. Uh, to be honest, I don't know the price point either. Uh, I was given to the... Remember I went to TPE? They uh, yep, provided yep. me with some. Uh, yep. I told them I had a co-host and they, they gave me a little extra. And uh, passed them on. Yeah, these are um, another cigar that I would be happy to sit there, smoke, and play cards. 
and drink and enjoy. Um, a couple of my friends have, have asked me, they said, uh, hey, when are you coming down for poker night? I said, oh, well, I'll, I'll be for poker night. And uh, and they always ask me because they're lazy bums and they're, they're cheapskates. Are you bringing <laughs> cigars with you? Yeah, for me, assholes. Uh, but I usually pack a few extra just in case. Um, and I would not be upset if I packed a few extra of these. Depending on the price point, I would not be of upset if I if I packed a few of these. Mm. I can definitely see that. Why why is it that once someone figure out you're a cigar guy, like you're just gonna feed cigars to everyone? High performer. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm gonna say no to this one. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story real quick. All right. Um, but uh, completely off subject, my buddy was talking to me. And I did the math, right? Just rough estimate math. And he goes, hey, do you want to go to an outdoor festival? And I was like, outdoor festival? And it's, it's a Scott festival. So it's a Scottish festival. Right? Okay. And ready? I was like, right? <laughs> I, me being a redhead, I was like, done. I'm there. He goes, oh, there's a whiskey tasting or a scotch tasting. And I was like, even better, I'm there. And he goes, um, he, he was talking to me. He goes, oh, my brother wants to go to a cigar lounge. I was like, nah, I'm good. And he goes, well, explain. I said, all right, look, to go to a brick and mortar and buy drinks, I'm going to spend at least $10 per cigar plus probably at least 8 to $10 per Per drink. So if I buy two cigars and two drinks, I'm looking at $40 a pop. $40 just to just to go enjoy a cigar at a cigar bar. I said, you're talking an outdoor festival, right? And he goes, yeah. I said, okay, I can smoke some of my own cigars for way cheaper than that and get scotch tastings and, 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 and drinks for $20 why would I not do that? And he goes, are you going to bring me a cigar? I was like, do you, would you like a cigar? Because I have plenty and I would happily share with you. And he's like, yeah, yes, please. Okay. <laughs> he was talking about leaving a, a, a festival early so we can go to a bar. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I have shared a few cigars with people, but I, I mean, after a while, I'm like, come on, dude, come on, start pay me back or something. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a, a cigar dispensary here. <laughs> so my limit is about three cigars. If I if I pay for three of your cigars or I give you three cigars, I'm done. And you go, you ask me for another cigar. Nah, you could buy the next one. Well, but don't matter. Those extra are for me now. <laughs> I've I've given you at least thirty dollars worth of a cigar worth of cigars. If you were to go to this brick and mortar, I'd probably give you because I smoke eight to ten dollars cigars. Those are my, that's my my preferred range. Sometimes go up as fifteen. Um, so you know, on the low end, I've given you thirty dollars worth of cigars. No, <laughs> you can you can buy me some cigars. I'll bring the cigars. You buy the drinks. Hey, that works. I'm down with that life. I'm gonna buy a nice, a nice drink then. <laughs> uh, I'll I buy your friend. drink, but uh, I'm not buying you that, that Hennessy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy. I had a couple friends, and they went to a cigar bar with me. Them, uh, it was a buddy. It was two buddies. Um, one of their wives and then me and my wife and I bought the two buddies cigars and they bought me drinks all night and I was drinking smoked old fashions now these oh. this was like oh you speak my so, language yeah so they were smoking wood chips in a in a little container and then serving me the on a board, serving me the the container with the smoked um, old fashioned, so I got to lift it up and smell the smoke. And it was amazing, and those, amazing. yeah, 
those drinks were about twelve dollars a pop, and I was like, "How much?" Twelve to fifteen, somewhere in there. And I was like, "I'm happy to buy your cigars if you keep buying me these old fashions." And they said, (laughs) "Deal." And so then I, I, because I said, because they were they were basing their cigars off of whatever I recommended. They said, "Just go to the humidor, pick out whatever you think we'd like." And I was like, "Deal." I was buying them eight to ten dollars cigars, and they were paying me for twelve dollar drinks. <laughs> I was happy with this deal. <laughs> I was yes like, to them. <laughs> yeah, but they 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 were so cigar ignorant that they had no idea what I was buying them. But they loved the cigars I was choosing. Of course. Uh, sounds like you're empty, sir. Uh, no, I, I, I still got some left. I'm not going to refill quite yet. We're going to get to the end of this here. Tink, 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 tink. <laughs> what you hear is I don't have an ice sphere. I have a, uh, what's that, the stainless steel sphere? Uh, yeah, it's a stainless steel whiskey, well, whiskey stone, basically. Yeah, well, that's what I'm using in here. Yeah, I know. Because I didn't want me to water it down. Yeah, don't believe me. But, uh, all right, so we've talked about even more performance punishment. Punishment for being a high performer. Learn to say no. Learn to trade off tasks that you don't want for tasks that you do want. You'll be a lot happier. Learn to say, hey, boss, I don't have the capability to take on this task unless I give you another task or I pass the task off to somebody else. Nine times out of 10, unless you have a really bad boss, your boss is going to go, yeah, 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 yeah. I can pass this menial task off to so-and-so. That's fine. Just train them on them. Train that, train that person on it for two weeks and uh, you don't have to worry about it again. Done. Yeah. Done. For a task I like, done. Well, the trick to that is if if that scenario doesn't happen the way you just said it, uh, maybe your boss is looking for you to step up and maybe you're not a high performer as you thought you was and your boss is trying to get you to step your game up. Uh, you'll figure it out real quick uh, from your responses. You'll figure out real quick, not from your response, from your boss's responses and you'll figure it out real quick uh, with your team dynamics. Yep. If you're not a high performer, step your game up. <laughs> EA Sports, it's in the game, baby. <laughs> All right. Until next time, I've been Austin. <laughs> and I'm going to stay dice. And remember, great leaders smoke great cigars. Uh, so it sounds so good when you say it. <laughs> All right. Until next time. <laughs> until next time. <laughs>